Helga. Andrew, you off today? Let's do this. Except, cool man. <laughs> Look at you in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm here. Did you, did you break in someone's house? You're like everyone's sleep. Everyone must be asleep at this point. Uh, no, it's it's uh, nine nine p.m. Uh, but it's still still a bit light. Uh, but I I have my uh, my Nordic boots on. I have I have the winter jacket that I left in Sweden. Doesn't I I would never need it in Switzerland. <laughs> I have I have had the craziest travel today. Uh, let's count it. I have traveled bus, tram, train, airplane, airplane, bus, uh, train, and car to get here. For the podcast, uh, <laughs> you, we we could say that. Yep. Did it, was there any delays? Like, why so much travel? Like, why so many means of transfer uh, of transportation? Uh, the distance, uh, nothing else but the distance. My God! Well, guys, and, talking about go and Canada. You you good? I'm good. It's it's Easter. Uh, my daughter is taking her nap, uh, so I, I've switched my, my whole setup. I'm upstairs with the iPhone headphones, and I'm in the living room. And uh, But no, I haven't traveled long distances, uh, thankfully. Um, just uh, keeping it easy with Easter hunts and chocolate and all that wonderful jazz. But uh, yeah, you're up in, in the north of – like it seems like it's – what's the weather out there? Is it still like Nordic? Is there like snow? Like uh, there's, there's still a meter of snow. A meter of snow. A meter of snow. My God. Wow. Nice. Well, I'll talk. So thankfully, you're not going to stay stuck out there because, uh, and, and that's like a no pun intended, right? So everyone, welcome to the Unstuck podcast, episode two, where Helga and I are just going for it, no matter what their circumstances are. Um, you know, whether it's a daughter asleep or uh, it's 9 p.m. in a meter of snow north of Sweden. Um, we're here to talk about what today? We are going to share uh, how it feels to be stuck. Should, it... I, should I start? Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. What is it. How does it feel to be stuck, Helga? I'm going to talk about... Uh, being stuck and this uh, is today it's more than it's more than 20 years ago um, and I was badly stuck at work mm. uh, I had gone through a burnout uh, and sometimes uh, a burnout has to do with the, with the Work-life balance, where uh, your private life, uh, you, you, you just can't, can't balance it. That was not the case here. It was purely work-related. Uh, uh, the, the burnout was only really related to, to me uh, not being able to, to handle the, the stuff I had to do at work. Uh, and 
for all of those of you uh, that has ha, been in a, been in a burnout, uh, yeah, may, maybe you you can relate to the feeling where uh, you go to sleep uh, one and a half hour later, you wa- you wake up. It's still two o'clock in the night, but you have no idea. You are totally sure that you are totally late for work. So only in the shower you realize that uh, I haven't actually slept. Uh, that was, it was really painful. Uh, and I really didn't feel supported at work as well. Uh, so I felt stuck. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to stay exactly where I, where I was. Uh, the work was not, uh, not, uh, it was not rewarding, uh, to, to put it like that. Mm-hmm. And what I actually did, uh, yeah, I, I got into conflicts at work. It, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was bad. I was stuck. I didn't want to be there. Uh, I tried to apply for, uh, I was at the time I was in the army. I tried to apply to, uh, other jobs. I didn't get, uh, get, uh, as much as, uh, as an answer. And at this uh, time, if I may ask, like at this time, how many years were you in the army? Uh, I was eight years in the army. Eight um, years in the army. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I was not uh, not that junior, to, uh, so to say. Uh, no, still exactly. uh, in in the in the beginning of the career in the army. Uh, and what I actually did, what saved me uh, at that point, uh, was that I applied for also for positions in the army that required massive testing. Uh, psychological testing, physical testing, uh, you name it. It was days of testing. Uh, I had to travel a thousand kilometers to go to the, those uh, full days of testing. A thousand. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, took, it took a lot of time. I didn't get those roles. Uh, I, I applied for two, two of the, those roles, training programs, uh, testing, uh, as said, like crazy. Didn't get them. That actually didn't matter because what I had done, I had taken a matter in, in some aspect in my own hands. I have tried to do something and I was happier just knowing that I, I have tried. And the effect that I didn't, uh, didn't understand at the time was that I didn't get into into all those conflicts uh, because I, I was I was calmer, I was happier. I focused only uh, only at the at the task that the the job I had. Mm-hmm. I didn't try to uh, to get the promotion. I I actually didn't care. I was I was totally uh, totally not caring about uh, the next step. Only focusing on the, on the job that I actually had. Yeah, but the effect was actually that since I only focused on, on doing what I did uh, well, well enough, uh, good enough, uh, as good as I could, uh, I was happier. The people around me uh, was happier. And two years later, I, I got all the opportunities that I had no chance uh, at the time to get. Uh, only due to the fact that I, I tried to do something, I tried to, to take the matter in, in, in my own hands, and I tried to focus on, on what was, uh, what was uh, right in front of me. 
Mm -hmm. So did you feel you were complacent? I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say complacent. I should ask the question, how did you feel in that moment? When I, when I felt stuck, I was really frustrated. I wanted to change everything around me. Uh, everything, uh, when it came to, to work, I, I wanted to change. I was totally unhappy. Uh, a year later, uh, I was focusing on, uh, on what, was, uh, what was going to happen tomorrow, what was going to happen today. Uh, things that I could actually change. Mm. Uh, and since you can't, you, if, if you focus on things that you can't, you can change, uh, then you feel in control of, of the things that matters. Absolutely. And that gave, that gave me a, a, a totally, totally different outcome. Wow. Wow. So that journey of being stuck and that journey of frustration brought you to quite a big lesson, right? That's what I, that's what I hear. Yeah, a lesson that actually I didn't understand it uh, uh, at the time. Uh, I think it actually came to, came to life as a lesson three, four, five years later. Wow. So a delayed lesson really a, a delayed lesson and i think uh, those those are actually the best they are yeah wow my god wow and in in in, in simple terms what would that lesson be if you were just to lay it out sometimes when you feel stuck at work really try to focus on what you can change focus on the on today on tomorrow on this week nothing else and in the end that that can actually pay off that can pay off in the long run as well Annalie, my good friend, brand strategist extraordinaire. She's asking if you're from Sweden. I'm absolutely from Sweden. <laughs> Is it from the accent, uh, Annalie, or uh, his uh, his innovative way of thinking of life and uh, and his lessons, his Swedish wisdom? <laughs> oh man, no, um, absolutely right. It's about that circle of influence that you have and taking those baby steps almost, right? If you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, yeah. If, if you can't, if you can't see the light in the tunnel, exactly baby step, just keep moving, keep moving. Are we segwaying towards my story? Are we at, are we at? Absolutely. Yep. Are we, yeah. Okay. How do I follow up with that? Huh? So, Lots of par parallel universe, right? Where did I feel stuck? And throughout these podcasts and these episodes, I feel there's going to be more storytelling from you and I. So this is one of those stories. Um, 
I was uh, six-ish years into my career um, in logistics, had really received a lot of growth throughout those years, mentorship, direction, uh, but I was also a confused early 20s young man um, on what I wanted to do. And I've, I'm a, I grew up as a big pleaser, like being the eldest of a few of, a, of three and, um, you know, being helpful around the house and, um, you know, not going through my past, but being in service of others to seek the love I didn't get in my life as, as a child is, it was a tendency that I had. And this is a lesson I got later on in life. So we talk about delayed lessons, mm-hmm. but just to kind of put context to my stories, you know, I don't know for those of you in the audience, but, you know, do you feel that you please others to a fault sometimes? And this is where my story comes from, where I felt stuck is no matter how much I, I, I pleased people around me, in my job, I wasn't growing anymore. I plateaued. It worked up until a certain point. And that point was a point of responsibility that I have, I had worked for and earned and got promoted to, but eventually saying those hard no's and standing up for yourself is the only way. And it doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, that next promotion having more people under you, but it's more like, I think if you really want to grow and build your life in an authentic way towards yourself, it's, it's to uh, start saying no. So this is a story. So I got to a point where I had just bought my house um, white picket fence, golden retriever, little family, and um, had a decent paying job, decent level job. And I, I felt stuck. I was unhappy, but I completed my checklist. You know, personally, everything was purchased and done, you know, married and, and everything and everything's going well uh, on paper, you know, if I was to, you know, outside in. And then professionally what, speaking. What, what made you feel stuck? Good question. Yeah. Um, I felt stuck because I feel unstuck is parallel to being on the journey of also being happy. You know, I feel unstuck if I like, it doesn't mean that you don't have any like unstuck means that to me, it's like I have goals, but on that journey of achieving those goals, I'm also happy. And I'm not waking up, you know, we get frustrated, you know, we could get stuck in a moment but I think this, the feeling of being stuck for years and that journey and that stuck feeling is being unhappy for too many months and too many years, right? So it wasn't a thing particularly. It was the context of my life, which was working 12 to 14 hour days, uh, trying to get to that next promotion, but for what, right? Like I didn't know why I wanted it. I didn't know why I wanted to move on to that next level. And I also knew I, what, what, what kept you going. So then delayed lesson today. I know the, I know the answer to that. What kept me going was I just, I grew up with a lot of, I worked like at a young age and working hard meant, uh, meant, uh, you know, kind of a reciprocal love from either a parent, you know, so I was, you know, so at the end of the day with my wife at the time, I felt by working hard for what I had, you know, promising the next vacation, promising the next bigger house, promising the next, you know, like by working hard, I felt like I could get, 
this this void filled, which was at the end of the day, I just want to sound like I'm going to sound like a like a it's going to be a little anyway. I'm going to be vulnerable here, but I I was missing love to be honest, personally speaking. Mm. Um, it wasn't wow. authentic, right? It was a kind of a roommate relationship, my first marriage, and professionally speaking. Um, the mentor that I had and mentors that I had also kind of plateaued because they mentored me up to a certain point that they couldn't mentor me anymore. I, I, I started to have my own voice and my own direction, my own leadership style that was different from theirs. And then there's starting to be a clash. So personally, I'm having this clash at home where I'm not home as much because I'm trying to work hard for the next promotion so I could seek better pay, better, more things so I can try to fill this gap of love that I didn't have. So long story short, that was a, an, an equation for disaster, right? You, you can't buy love. You can't work towards love. You can only uh, find it, right? And that's for another episode. And then professionally speaking, I was clashing with these mentors that I had looked up to for years. And because of my, because Mike started saying no all of a sudden, you know, this is how he's going to lead his team. This mm. is how he was going to, you know, he started having a voice and it was going, so I had this crossroads to summarize where I'm going with this. It's what do I do now? Because I could lose my authentic self and adapt and please again, and maybe get to that next promotion because I'm now pleasing, but I'm losing myself. I'm losing my leadership style. I'm losing my voice of who I am. Or I just go all in and I just jump for it on my, neck, on my other side of the crossroads, which is, at that point, I just, there was a phone call the second time around of, hey, Mike, do you want this promotion four hours, three hours away in this French-speaking town? I haven't spoken French in like, you know, 15, 18 years at that point. So professionally speaking, that was filling a void of packing my things and leaving and not having the, you know, these preconceived judgments that you get mm. when you start, when you grow with people, right? They'll, they'll, they'll label you, they'll, they'll, you know, and it's not a mean thing, right? They just know you from your, the age of 21. So when you're 26, 27, they're like, oh, well, that's just Mike, right? That's how he is. So to have a reset button and to have a new circle of people was the best thing for me at that time. And, right. um, it, it's, it's all, it can be a possibility to reinvent yourself. And that's it. And that's exactly my lesson that's delayed. It's, you know, when is it, when is it giving up and when is it personal growth and the best thing for you, right? Because you don't want to give up too early in things just because things are getting hard. It's going to happen. But mm -hmm. when do you, for me now, this delayed lesson of when is it time to leave a situation so you can feel unstuck? And at the time, it was the most painful personal and professional move I've done. I've, I went through divorce because of it. Mm. Um, I went through um, the, the, the most difficult professional obstacles of my life. Um, months after that, I became a logistics manager for one of the biggest volume stores in North America while I was going through a divorce. And it was peak season and I was going through the most, like I said, challenging times in my personal life, professionally working with a union, working with a team that's uh, very highly experienced, all these new things, right? It broke me and it made me. I, I, I basically like, it's going to be maybe an exaggerated metaphor, but it's like the Phoenix, you know, if you watch Harry mm -hmm. Potter and all these, it's like you burn into ashes and you, you're born again. And I wrote down right before the show, these key lessons and moments of, of that I got from that. 
the moment you feel that you're being disrespected, um, it, either personally and professionally in a reoccurring fashion on who you are and what you've achieved, it's time to go. When you live more in your past than your present, it's time to go. When you cry and you're frustrated more than you laugh, it's time to go. Absolutely. When you give more than you take repeatedly. So it's not that you need to get the exact transaction. And I don't mean money-wise, but like, I mean, there's times where you need to lead by example and give more. But when you're repeatedly giving so much than you take year after year, it's time to go. When you're given false promises, we've all, we're all human. It's happened to us and we've given false promises, not consciously, hopefully. But when it's repeatedly happening where you're given false promises, promises, it's time to go. When you hide who you are, it's time to go. I'm almost at the end. Bear with me, everyone. <laughs> um, when you've lost all joy when you wake up in the morning on what you do or who you are, personally and professionally it's time to go been there done that not doing it tomorrow and this is my last one when you've made when you've been made to feel less than you really are so an environment on a personal on a personal and professional level if you wake up and we all make mistakes and we all need to be better people. But we, all have, we, have, we all have things that we need to work on. But if you feel less than you really are, if you feel less of a person because people are making you feel that way, personally or professionally, it is time to go. And this is where, you know, constructive criticism and engagement, all these things, that's where, you know, I talk about all these lessons and, you know, it sounds so negative, but it's not. I am so grateful for those lessons because it's made me the person on a personal level that I am now in my second relationship. I'm a better, I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. I think for it, I don't come home with all this stress and professionally speaking, I feel I'm a better leader for it. I know what not to be. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, but being unstuck and being stuck. I think the line in the sand is, do you feel like you've got the direction and the resources and the people around you to go in, in the direction you want to go? And even if that direction is vague, because we, we don't know, we don't have it all figured out. I think, I don't know, Helga, do you have it all figured out right now? No, I, I won't. <laughs> I, I won't ever. I won't ever figure, figure it all out. So does that mean you're stuck? Uh, no, uh, I'm, uh, I'm on the journey of always learning more about it right. that, 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 that journey will, will never end. Right. Right. And I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but being unstuck, I feel is, is that journey of, I may not know exactly a hundred percent where I'm going all the time, but man, am I having fun learning and falling forward, you know, falling sometimes flat on your face is going to happen. But falling forward towards whatever, you know, if I feel like this is, you know, write down a goal or a thing that you want to do professionally and personally and just aim for it. And who cares if you fall as long as you're surrounded by, I think, people that will make you laugh 
and have a good time while you're trying to achieve it, right? Or support you when you're down. To me, that's being unstuck. This is the reason why I think we get along as well. It's like, you know, we talk about personal and professional all the time. And I'm like, you know, I can have a good life, good laugh, no matter what the conversation's about. Absolutely. And we, we actually have a, have a concept trying to describe this. It releases three, three key, key, key things. Love it, change it, or leave it. Simple as that. And how do you know if it's time to go? Well, you could oversimplify it and say, if there's no way that, you can't, that, that you're going to love it, there's no way that you, you, or you have already tried everything you could, everything in your power to change it, then leave it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've all loved something in our life. We've changed and we've also left something. And I feel like once you've left something, you leave room for other things that you can love. I, I don't think you could do either or. I think you need to do all three, you know, all the time in your day to day, your week to week, your, day, your year to year, right? If you don't leave, there's only so many hours. There's only mm. so many days left in your life. We all have a due date. We all have a day we're going to die. I'm going dark a little bit, but if we think of our mortality with those three words you just said, you know, wouldn't we leave a lot of bullshit, sorry for my language, out of our life? Like, would we be a little less tolerant and just like say, you know what, that's enough. And by leaving that, I can love and have time to change things as well. Absolutely, that's, man, that's, that's strong. That's, that's well, well said. Really? Yeah. Getting compliments. That's another thing I got to work on. <laughs> I'm so poetic when I talk to you. <laughs> and vice versa. You leave me on all the time. Um, but yeah, in the audience, for those of you, have you had, maybe just use one of those words recently. Have you loved something recently, changed something recently, or left something recently? Right? Have you or, been or through this, all three? Or, this, or decided between, between those, those three. Right. Can I uh, do? Do I love it? Uh, no. Can I change it? I want to, but I can't. Uh, yeah. Then easy. Maybe maybe painful. Maybe not easy to do. But actually, the decision should not be hard. Mm. Yeah. So deep. So deep. Mm. So with that. Actually, from the from the first episode, we have one really good uh, story from uh, from our, one of our listeners, and that will be a theme for the next episode. Yes, and and on that point, please, guys, any questions, stories you've been, you know, have you been a, have you been stuck in your life? And uh, you know, to Helga's point, we've received some stories of people being stuck, having le- having left that, and currently in the process of loving changing or leave right um so yeah we're going to go into those questions and those stories like you said so and in the meantime if you guys have something please send a question or or story our way and we'll be using that in future podcasts everything's anonymous everything Uh, we leave out the names we leave out even the context of the companies and things that you go through and uh you know for those of you that are new to the show what is unstuck for what is this podcast for what is helga and i trying to do here but first off helga i don't think we're we're not experts on the matter Right. Um, no, uh, 
but we we have been stuck and and we have uh, in better worse ways we we have uh, we have been able to get unstuck and if we can help just one or two or three people get unstuck yeah uh, then then we that's made a... what, yeah that's what it's, it's about that's the purpose yeah. yeah yeah get one or two people unstuck kind of being the mentors that we wish we would have had <laughs> years ago just to accelerate the the painful growth spurt <laughs> absolutely um. Yeah, yeah. There is there there is uh, a blog uh, about this. It's uh, coming uh, coming live, and uh, we will be able to to uh, be heard on uh, the locations where you can uh, can find podcasts. Yes, yeah. So yeah, that's right. Website about to come up. Uh, dedicated Instagram because right now it's just going to go up on my page and uh, Helga's page. So we're going to have our own unstuck podcast page website and to your point uh we'll be on spotify apple music um all in audio format um so uh, for those of you taking those long drives in traffic or those bike rides or those runs in the morning you'll be able to listen in on uh our 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 rants and our about experiences and such so with that helga i think it's bedtime for you it's bedtime it's dark here now <laughs> We'll get you, we'll get you like a light or something, like a candle in your direction or something. So people could see your mysterious face. <laughs> yeah. Good. Next, next time I'll probably be back in Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It was good. I loved it. I loved uh, the authentic, just this authenticity of uh, the situation. Uh, just let's get, let's get it done. Right guys. So thank you so much for coming. Um, thank and you. We, and we'll be seeing uh, everyone in an episode three next week. Yep. And all the comments, all the all the letters that we get, it means the world to us. It really does. It means the world. Absolutely. My God, so many things we have to sort through uh, for next week. So with that, guys, thank you so much. Happy Easter. Happy thank Sunday. You. And we'll talk soon.